Louise McSharry on 2FM. It is time for us to talk to a friend of the show, one half of the gastrogaze, Patrick Hanlon. Uh, but today he's not here to talk about food and he's not here to talk about travel, although God knows we haven't been able to do that travel chat for a long time. Today we're going to talk to Patrick about the fact that he is a coach and instructor with the Maguire Programme Ireland, which is an international stammering programme run by people who stammer for people who stammer. The Maguire Programme has been working hard to move its course online and Patrick is here to tell us about that move and where people who stammer can find help. Hello, Patrick. Good morning, Louise. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, I'm only delighted um, because I, <laughs> I have never asked you about your stammer. And I think um, that's probably the case for most people. People probably don't ask because they're maybe worried that they're going to upset someone or hurt someone's feelings. But therefore, I think a lot of people don't really understand how it works or how you manage it. Absolutely. And I just have to say up front, you have always been so accommodating and put all of your guests at such ease. And it's a really rare trait. So thank you for that. Um, Okay, now I am going to cry. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah, it's the kind of elephant in the room type thing that everybody's kind of skirting around it and trying to avoid bringing it up. and it it isn't that huge a deal, but but it's important for people to speak openly about it because it uh, affects about fifty to sixty thousand people in Ireland alone. So it's quite common, and I think everybody has some kind of experience of somebody they know in their family, friends, school, job who has a stammer. So I think all of us should speak openly about it a bit more. Yeah. So when did you first kind of know, or I don't know, maybe it's your parents first noticed that you were having a problem with stammering? I don't have any experience or any awareness of not having a stammer. So so I've had it all of the time I've spoken. I guess it was slightly more uh, overt, so open, uh, open struggle, uh, obvious as a small child Mm -hmm. uh, because you aren't that self-conscious about your speech. But then as I grew up and became a teenager in secondary school and so on, I just got more and more conscious of Mm. it. So I actually turned into kind of a covert. So I guess those are the two ends of of a scale that people who stammer generally fall on. And the covert end is covert, covered, hidden. So that type of a stammer is hidden. So people... Uh, avoid situations, employ tricks, anything to kind of give the impression of, oh, I'm actually a fluent speaker. But underneath all of that, they're consumed by fear and they're hiding from the fact that they have a stammer. So I guess I blossomed into that. Um, I I actually grew up in County Loud and I attended a really, really small primary school in Termenfecken. And then in secondary school, I did the complete opposite and I attended the largest school in the region. So Mm. that had been a huge shock. Mm. Um, And I just got quieter and quieter and quieter. And I am not a shy person. No. But... (laughs) (laughs) But... um, people get the impression that, oh, he's just quiet. He's just shy. No, underneath it, I'm really struggling because I know exactly the thing I 
want to say, but I just can't say it. And that just progressed and progressed. For people who stammer, it is, I guarantee you, the first thing they think about in the morning and the last thing at night. And it dictates everything and it um, has control over everything you do. So every speaking situation you enter, every choice that you make, it is always there. But the one thing I didn't ever uh, allow it to dictate or control was that I wanted to be a journalist. And it's kind of crazy to think, okay, I'm going to go into this really communication heavy driven employment and I have a stammer it's kind of counterintuitive but I had been so headstrong and I said no I'm going to do that so I did I did a degree in journalism in ZCU so I got into it but let me tell you did I stumble and fumble through three years and I really struggled and it just Mm. got worse and worse and worse to the point of I was coming to the end of third year so the final year and I had presentations all of the time but a particular presentation I had to do a book report in front of the whole class easy thing uh simple a4 Mm. everybody in the class had to go off go through a book and then do a small report in front of the whole class on kind of a summary of the book and I was um, chosen to go up first and I had prepared everything and I had been so covert actually that I um, in how I phrased everything in how I typed out everything I'd say I only included things I knew I could say. So mm. I was a clever guy here. And so, so sorry st- to interrupt there. So do you mean that there are certain words that would be more likely to give you an issue and then there are other words that won't? And so you could just avoid using those particular kind of trigger words? Exactly that. Okay. Yeah, there's for people who stammer often, there's some particular sounds that they particularly struggle on, uh, especially uh, anything that has a high uh, uh, emotional charge, so say your your name right. or your address, um, uh, and for every person it's different as well. Mm. So yeah, I I had been hugely aware of every sound or word that gave me any trouble. So I ensured to not include those in that report, uh, again, avoiding. Uh, And so so I I stood up in front of the whole class. I had agonized over this, prepared it for days beforehand, and I couldn't even get the name of the book out of my mouth. I I stood up there and I had to conclude it before the first sentence even ended because the teacher had to intervene. I was struggling so much. God, my heart is breaking for you. I can only imagine what that must have felt like. Painful. And, you know, in, in the college course that I had been on, it's quite a small class. So mm. I, I, I had been around these people yeah. for three years. So yeah. they knew that I struggled and they knew and I guess they they understood it. But inside, I was just so guilty, full of shame, full of self-hate. Mm. I was so embarrassed that mm. I couldn't compete on this 
same scale as them. So, yeah, it completely killed any confidence I had at that point. And so then what what do you do? Like, what are the... If the tactics aren't avoid the things that you think might give you an issue, then how do you manage it? Like, how did you move on from there? Well, that very evening I applied to join the program because that was the lowest point I had ever experienced of, okay, I really have to do something about this because it is literally controlling everything I do. I'd I'd had kind of personal um, speech therapy as a child a few times and that had short-term gains, but it hadn't got anything in the long term. Mm. So that very evening I said, okay, I have to do something about this. And I'd heard about this program a couple of years before, but classic me avoided, um, even, even embracing anything about stuttering or even facing up to the fact that I had one. So, um, I joined the program, uh, a course had been scheduled to happen as as it happens two weeks after that in Belfast. So mm. that was in February 2011. Mm. And I headed up to Belfast alone on the train. Um, thought about avoiding, thought, thought about cancelling the whole thing. But I um, headed up to a hotel, checked in, spent four days on this intensive course. And my life absolutely changed in that seat in that conference room immediately I spoke in complete control for the first time in my life and everything opened up the world just opened up how did like how did that feel emotionally like can you remember what it felt like inside you to speak for the first time you know in a flow it felt weird. It felt as if I was floating. It felt um, unusual, but it also felt really powerful because it showcased, oh my God, this is the thing I've been missing all of this time. And I've tried other things, I've tried other techniques, but but I was aware that this is an intense approach. So mm. I thought, oh God, I'm going to have to really zig deep to get involved in this and thankfully for me it really worked and after that I just kept building on everything it offered me so we kind of take both the physical and the psychological hand in hand and in previous therapies I didn't ever feel that they address the psychological because stammering is underpinned by fear Right. And really the fear controls everything. So the it it's kind of a fear of stuttering. Yeah. It isn't a fear of speaking. So it, in at the time that I had been a teenager, I had been afraid of stuttering instead of speaking up. Yeah. So this program takes the physical and the psychological hand in hand and r- r- retrains how we breathe so ordinarily you and I are breathing through the curled diaphragm so that's a 
top part, mm -hmm. but there's a part underneath that connected to the spine that's usually employed by opera singers. I was going to say, yeah, I remember that from singing lessons. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so because you're curled, the smaller top part for a person who stammers, it's conditioned to respond to fear. Mm -hmm. It's consumed by fear. But there's this amazing thing that if you bypass that mm. and go to this bigger costal desire from underneath, mm. that isn't conditioned to respond to fear. Mm. So it's kind of going beyond the problem area and going, OK, here's a portion I can work with. And so the costal breathing underpins everything that is taught on this program alongside other speech techniques and yeah. it really really addresses the psychological underpinning of everything as well and so what i mean is it a psychological thing like is that what's at the root of most stammers it yes it's a kind of combination so the thing about stammering is uh in research they're still trying to draw comparisons and still trying to understand it really mm. uh, because everybody who has a stammer is different they all come from different experiences in their speech um so they can't really draw a definitive l link there but mm. definitely psychologically it underpins everything it's Stammering is essentially defined as a person who is unable to articulate any uh, particular sounds or words mm. because their diaphragm is being dictated by fear. Wow, it's amazing. I mean, you really, I think we underestimate the the link between, in general, the link between our physicality and our psychology, mm. you know, and, you know, like, but there are so, I mean, just yesterday we were talking about IBS and the fact that stress mm. can really be a huge trigger. And now we're talking about the fact that this fear in the, in the physicality of the diaphragm can cause this problem. You know, you really can never be physically well unless you're kind of psychologically well at the same time. You're like the two things are so linked. Absolutely. They go completely hand in hand and uh, our approach is a holistic approach. So mm. it tackles the whole person instead of just the stutter mm. and it's important to say that I haven't got any speech therapy tr training whatsoever and there isn't a single person on this program who has any speech therapy whatsoever it's yeah. a peer led program yeah. so all of the people who are teaching on it are people who've been through it themselves. Yeah, so yeah. it's incredible that people who have a stammer are coming back to teach others who are struggling yeah. and offering them everything that they've learned. Well, I mean, I think it's amazing. And I'm so glad that it worked so well for you and um, that you have now decided that you want to, you know, share your experience and wisdom via the program with other people. Mm. Um, but how can people get involved? Because I hope now, I have to say, and I, and I think it's, I love having you on the show because I think, oh. you know, we talk about representation and it's across mm. everything and it's so important that people see themselves and hear themselves represented and I, I love the idea totally. of someone who might have a stammer hearing you on the radio talking about food or talking <laughs> about whatever and knowing that you know they, the world is open to them so I hope that there are people listening maybe who or, or even children listening or parents listening who have this in their lives who might need a mm. little bit of extra help so how can they find the Maguire program? Just to 
say that that person had been me and like I'm 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 amazed at everything I've been able to achieve so absolutely it is achievable all our information is at stammering.ie that's the Irish program's official site there's going to be a free webinar webinar I'm demonstrating a technique that we use on the program there to take control of a sound so there's going to be a free webinar on Tuesday evening at 7pm that anybody who has a stammer the friends and family of people who who have a stammer or in general anybody who's interested can join in it's completely free there isn't any obligation any pressure it's under an hour so all of the details and the the link to the that webinar is on stammering.ie well Patrick O'Hanlon, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for your experience and your honesty and demonstrating those techniques for us. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, I hope that lots of people get involved uh, if they need to. Have a lovely day, Patrick. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Louise McSherry on 2FM.